Who wants to get funky tonight? Chicken ain't nothing but a bird. It's cool, I like it. Ask me if I give a shit. All right, everybody, welcome. It's uh, another episode of the Silver Emulsion Podcast. My name is Will. I'm here, and uh, also with me is Stephen. Back again for another grind at movies. That uh, <laughs> as, as if this is some kind of like chore. Yeah, you know? no, it's, <laughs> it's yeah, it's a grind. We're back again. Yeah, <sighs> <laughs> gotta watch a good movie. What the hell's wrong Damn with it. me? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, today we're going to talk about the 1978 Yun Wu Ping film, uh, Drunken Master, starring Jackie Chan, and. Uh, so you'd never seen this? Uh, no, no, I haven't. Um, it's it was very interesting to see. Um, I'm not sure how much I know this. Uh, the drunken kung fu is is a thing. It is, and I'm not sure if the, was this the beginning of that or like or this, just a, this, the biggest representation of it. This is the movie that started the the craze. Okay. Um, drunken style is a thing in kung fu that has existed for a while. Mm. Um. But uh, this is the movie that made it a, a thing in the movies. Okay, it's it's interesting because I've seen so many like references to it uh-huh. or depictions of it. Then it was kind of it was kind of interesting to go back to this and see what they were being inspired by. Yeah, to see it actually uh, going on in its original form, I guess. Uh-huh. If as a, or at least a more original form. Yeah, the the the, the genesis. Yeah, so it was uh, the seed of of later things. Yeah, so I was kind of expecting a bit more of it, but at the same time, it was like the the few times where you see it kind of makes it more special. Yeah, and it's like oh yeah, it is doing the little it is like towards the end. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like I don't think you see it at all until halfway through. Yeah, that's true. And then he starts the training, and he really only uses it for one fight, the big climax fight. Yeah, there's there's the the form scene where where they're flipping the book and yeah. he's doing the form, and then yeah, and then they the big fight at the end. Yeah, so it was kind of like I was expecting a bit more of that, right? Especially when a uh, beggar so shows up, and you kind of you know he's going to be the drunken style guy. And yeah, he kind of he's not using it, and it's kind of like, oh well, that's interesting. I was kind of like, oh, this is an older version. Like maybe it just hadn't quite developed to what I've seen from yeah. more modern representations. I would say that yeah, like it's it's definitely developed and blossomed into a more like robust thing. And yeah. definitely, like, Drunken Master 2, um, the Jackie Chan movie made in the 90s, mm-hmm. um, there's definitely a lot more, <laughs> more of that of going that on in that movie. Yeah, so it was, it was fun. Like, so many, like, 
Dead or Alive, I think, is the game I'm really thinking of, where they've got a guy who uses that style, and there's like so many little like animations in that game that I'm like, uh-huh. oh, that Jackie's doing exactly that. It was just like, so it was in, kind of fun. In Dead or Alive or, dr- or Virtua Fighter? Um, Dead or Alive. Okay. There might be something like that in Virtua Fighter. Yeah, there's a drunk guy, Shundi, in, in Virtua Fighter 2. Mm. And he does like a bunch of moves. But uh, who's the guy in, in Dead um, or Alive? I think he's Brad. Brad Wong or something. Brad Wong, hey. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just he's he's <laughs> just kind of this. Brad Wong. Yeah, he's, he's this hobo who wanders around with a what, huh. the little the little wine, wine jug yeah, that'll okay. carry over his wrist, huh. and he'll. Uh, I don't remember that guy. Maybe he's coming in the later I, ones. I only played um, the first couple. Oh yeah, he was in. I think the third game is when he showed uh, up. Okay, okay. And and then they kept remaking too, so he wasn't in the remakes of two. So it was like so. There's some weird later games he's just not in. And okay. It, it, that series is weird, but <laughs> poor Brad. Yeah, so Brad he's. I know he's the one that I always hate fighting because he kicks my ass all the damn time. Yeah, because it's it's is exactly what they're saying in the movie. It's like you can't predict it. You don't really know. Right. It, it, the flow of it is so odd. You can't really. It's very unique. Y- yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's about misdirection and yeah, sort of and it's striking when unexpected and. Right, and it, it, he definitely does that in Dead or Alive, and it's just I always go like, "Oh fuck, I gotta fight this guy!" Damn it, <laughs> he'll just kick my ass. I'm like, "Fucking drunken kung fu!" But so it was interesting to see uh, all the the moves he was doing. That's like so yeah. much of that was even at this early stage of the drunken master style or whatever. It's right. like there was still a lot of those animations that are drawn from this movie. So that was. Yeah, and the the thing with the drunken style, I don't know real drunken style, <laughs> uh, clearly, <laughs> uh, but I like, I know that the drunken style that that Jackie uses in the movie, a lot of that was created by Jackie Chan. Mm. I don't know specifically what, but I know that like he worked on making like the poses and like working on how like how are we going to work this in and work that in and like there's some of like the guy i think the guy playing the flute is one of the forms and i think that is something like i know maybe that he made that up i I don't know but i know that he worked specifically like it's not real drunken kung fu specifically yeah i would i would guess he kind of made the uh the miss ho the miss the the, the female form most <laughs> likely yeah because <laughs> that just seems like a jackie thing for yeah. humor wise yes um, but yeah so it was uh yeah it's uh kind of uh reminded me of i think jade empire has a a drunken style you can use as well really just, I, yeah I don't, it's been so long since i played that yeah also has a black whirlwind from the water margin in it that's right yeah you had mentioned that before yeah so it's a reminder of uh that fun little game as well that's a very kung fu based game yes yes so it was chinese fantasy all up in the it kind of reminded me of um in another way there's like because in jade empire you got like a few different fighting styles you can choose okay and one of them is kind of like this 
I don't know what they called it, but it was like the the big, slow, strong style. Yeah, and it kind of reminded me of the the guy with the iron the Iron Head guy, where he would just like put his hands up and just like run at you. And so <laughs> I was kind of like, oh, that kind of looks a little. Like, I don't know if I'm just misremembering Jade Empire, but yeah, it I just reminded I... me of the the okay. the, the strong guy <laughs> fighting style of <laughs> of that game. I was like, oh, it just kind of reminded me of it. Yeah, I don't I don't remember that game. Um, really at all. I, I should play it again because I'm more into Chinese fantasy than I was back then. Yeah, you might get a lot more out of it now. Yeah, probably. Probably. It's, it's definitely a... It, it was a fun it, one. It's a good game. Yeah. Um, so, just in terms of like kung fu movies, have you seen any like movies like this before um i guess a few kind of similar like the, the only one i'm kind of thinking of is i don't think this was a hong kong movie it was called chocolate um, yeah no, and that a one movie yeah. yeah yeah that one was very like kung fu like just all about the kung fu where right. they're just they're doing all this fancy fighting and stuff but specifically i mean like late 70s Fighting in a field, like no, I don't fighting think, on a mountaintop, sort of guys like that. I don't think I've really seen much of anything like that specifically. Okay. I was just wondering. Yeah, so this is this is probably my first in in that in that type of setting okay. or anything. So because there's a lot of them, and you know, so if you could <laughs> end up watching more of them, you know, you will get very familiar with. The, the landscapes of like oh they're fighting in a field again <laughs> oh, they're fighting on that mountaintop again <laughs> you know um, but they're very fun I enjoy them yeah I, I, I this is one of my first tastes of uh, the intense training scenes that yes. you, you talk about a lot that yeah you no, love. The, the training scenes in Drunken Master are one of the greatest parts of this they're, movie they're a lot of fun I mean just in general Jackie is known more so now as being like, oh, he does all these crazy stunts, and mm-hmm. oh, he's a good fighter, and he's funny, and whatever. But, like, the main thing about these old Jackie Chan movies is just how much, like, agility he has, and just how strong he is. Like, the... where he's hanging upside down. Yeah. And he's, like, pulling himself up to fill that water Right. Barrel. Yeah, there was the where he's standing on the jugs, like stepping back and forth between the four jugs and yeah. dumping buckets of water. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was like, holy crap, that's some good balance you got there. <laughs> right, and and that's the thing I mean, just within within Hong Kong movies, um it's easy now, you know Jackie, oh he, Jackie's amazing, he does all this crazy stuff. Right. And it's impressive, but like at that time in Hong Kong, it was I mean, he was like he's still kind of the only, one of the only guys that does stuff like that, but mm. like he was it was a brand new thing. Like there were guys that were fighters and there were some guys that that were agile and stuff like that. But nobody was like at that level of Jackie Chan, hmm. and so just even within, yeah, I mean, it was like at that time it was like this big thing, and that's why yeah. these movies were huge. 
Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's very impressive just yeah. what he's doing and jumping around. All the around. flips and yeah. shit that he does in that movie? Holy fuck. Yeah, and that was very impressive athletics there. Yeah, it's like, you know, I mean, like, a fucking guy can do this? <laughs> it's nuts. It's really crazy. Yeah, and, and I've got to say, like, you're saying, like, this is like his athletics more than like in America. It's just his comedy that we know he's known for. And at the same time, I'm like, I'm watching all this and I'm laughing because it's well, very funny as well. Yeah, no, he's, this it's definitely a Kung Fu comedy. And this yeah. is like one of the first big Kung Fu comedies. Um, there were a few before, but, but these two Jackie movies, snake in the Eagle shadow and then drunken master that they both came out in 78 those two mm-hmm. movies like made Jackie a star, made Yun Woo Ping a big star director, and like totally <laughs> sold everybody on the idea of kung fu comedies because primarily they right. were very serious. And so like then that just exploded the industry. Now oh shit, we're gonna make a bunch of comedies and stuff. Yeah, it was it was really awesome just how much like the things they were doing. It wasn't even like it, it wasn't jokes just the way things were playing right. out was very funny the, and there's a lot of comedy within the choreography yeah and that how, that was amazing yeah how, just how i mean i was thinking like how much freaking work did they have to put in to choreograph all of that and right and to get it right and a lot of those shots are like a lot of movements in one shot right. and when i'm looking at choreography like for the reviews where i say like oh this choreography was whatever or oh it was fucking amazing Mm -hmm. specifically i try to look at like how many moves are in one shot because Mm -hmm. and i got that from an interview um with one of the actors in the shaw brothers movies and he's just like oh my god this (laughs) fucking this one choreographer um, like the, one of the most famous guys, Lau Karlong, he mm-hmm. when he directed a bunch of shit, including the first actual kung fu comedy, Spiritual Boxing. Ooh. <laughs> Spiritual Boxing. Um, and he would go on to make Drunken Master Two with Jackie uh, mm-hmm. before they 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 butted heads because Lau Karlong wanted real drunken fighting. Uh, Jackie Chan wanted Jackie uh, Chan I'm gonna make shit up that's funny to go into the movie and they butted heads on that mm -hmm. and then Jackie ended up directing the rest of the movie Mm. Um, interesting but anyway that is one big pile of shit alright hopefully we got that conversation up till now yeah (laughs) probably got something there'll be a few words here and there well, we got you. <laughs> that's that's fine. You're fine. I just I don't know. I'll. I mean, I can. I'm sure it got something. <laughs> what it sounds like, I don't know. I mean, well, anyway, experience the magic at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about magic, but <laughs> um, now I'm scared to touch anything. All uh, right, so. Anyway, so I look at number of movements in 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 a a shot because if you look at like American movies, 
like right now. <laughs> There's like maybe one, two movements in a shot. Bop, 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 bop. Yeah, they're pretty ridiculous. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah, because the guys aren't able to do shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you got Jackie Chan, height of his uh, athleticism. You know, you can easily just go for like 30 seconds or more with you know 60 75 movements you know just like all kinds of shit i mean yeah I mean, really were, complex stuff those were some long shots and some really complicated stuff yeah like, i mean just like flips and all kinds yeah, <laughs> like and just moving tables and chairs and just yeah i think the one that really got me was um when he was stealing the hat from the teacher yeah and just like holy shit because he's putting the hat on he's putting it on his foot and he's going all you know it's yeah just, i know mean, it was just like so much of that and sometimes it would it didn't do this too often but sometimes it would just do a cut to a different angle yeah of just like one move or going on and so and it just it felt like that was all happening simultaneously like it was just flowing it was yeah like, the cuts are very seamless yeah it was really well done when it when they did that part of it too right and that's that's the the magic of editing <laughs> if if and that's what 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 really makes me angry with with people who don't who say like oh whatever kung fu movies who gives a shit it's just trash <laughs> it's just fucking who cares and it's like the amount of skill to choreograph that and to choreograph camera movements and editing yeah. that together is like there you got to be fucking good <laughs> yeah i mean there was there were moments where they would just like zoom in precisely on a move like not even cutting just a, like yeah. a snap zoom to the to the big special move that they wanted to emphasize and it was like holy crap that the, the cameraman had to know exactly when right. to do that and it's exactly choreographed. where and how cuz there's no shakiness to it at all it's just yeah. like zoop, right there right where it's supposed to be so yeah, and and that's the the greatness of action filmmaking that that people just don't get. There's so much more to it than just oh, it's a couple dudes fighting. Who gives a shit? Yeah, it's so it's, much uh, more. <clears throat> yeah, you get get a good one like this, and there's there's a lot there to admire. Yeah, and and the the editing is such an integral part of of the flow of a scene, which is why. <laughs> When American movies edit the fights or re-edit the fights, it's like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Just it's fucking nuts. Yeah. Anyway, Drunken Master. There's probably one thing about this movie that I don't know if you're aware of, hmm. um, but it's probably the most notable thing about this movie. And why it was another reason why it was a big success in addition to Jackie. Jackie plays a character named Wong Fei Hung. Mm -hmm. Wong Fei Hung is one of the, if not the most, uh, like well known, well respected Chinese folk heroes ah. uh, in the history of Chinese folk heroes. He is, they, they've made hundreds of movies about him. And he's a character that is um, a doctor <laughs> and this pillar of the community. And he's always portrayed in this way. Mm. And Drunken Master instead subverts all of that and portrays him as this 
kid or young person who right. who is um just a troublemaker and just this wild sort of youth doing whatever the fuck he wants and he has no respect for people and he's just he's just you know right rambunctious yeah yeah he was kind of an asshole yeah it was i kind of thought there might be a little more of a like a character growth like he learns his lessons or something right no and every time i watch this i like look for that (laughs) i think because there is elements of that yeah it's like it's setting up to do that but never really does yeah like the he doesn't want to learn the final form of the drunken style because it's a girl thing. And so he's like, oh, whatever. I don't have to learn this, you know. Right. And then he needs it. And But then he gets by anyway. <laughs> you know, so it's Right. Like, it was kind of like... I kind of felt like he kind of makes it up as he goes. And there's, yeah. there's a line in there where he's talking to the guy about how each... Even a student of the same master is going to have a different style yeah. in how they do it. And it's kind of like... So he was just kind of like making it up as he goes. And kind of funny that you were talking about how he was butting heads with uh, Lao Kar... Why, why Wong? What? Lao Kar Lung. Lao Kar Lung. Okay. Got to get these Chinese, Chinese <laughs> yes, names yes, right. Yes. I'm a bit more familiar with the Japanese. Right, so it's right. a bit of an adjustment. But. Well, that's a name that comes up a lot. Yeah. I mean, he's like the guy <laughs> i mean there's a there's a few guys in martial arts movies that are like i call them the pillars of the genre right and he's one of them he's one of them jackie is another one yeah um cheng cha is another one yeah, yeah yep yep um sam hung yeah. is another one these are you uh you talk about a lot in your reviews yeah so it's th- like, those are the main they shaped the history of the genre like Lao Kar Lung's family like his dad was a choreographer in the 50s on they made a series of Wong Fei Hung movies hmm. of like 50 60 movies with this one actor and um so his dad worked on that and then he brought in his son when he was very young to help him with that and be a stuntman and stuff like that and Lao Karlung's dad was trained by a student of Wong Fei Hung, like a direct <laughs> student of Wong Fei Hung. So, like, there's this whole lineage wow. of kung fu directly from Wong Fei Hung that that then um, comes into Lao Karlung, who then went all through and shaped the whole course of the genre with the Shaw Brothers and working with Cheng Che until he then became a director of his own, and you know. It goes and goes, and like Sammo Hung was there at the beginning of Shaw Brothers uh, martial arts movies, and oh. you know it's just these these few people that really influenced action cinema. Like it's, I don't know. I really get into it. It's yeah. like a history thing. I don't know. Yeah, no, I I can get it, and I I get that. So yeah, so Lao Karlung is a name that <laughs> <laughs> comes up, and uh, yeah, uh, I love him so. Yeah, I, I've yeah. seen his name in your reviews a lot. And, yeah, um, I do talk about him. Yeah, he choreographed a shitload of movies. I'm at the point now where he's a director. Okay. So I just, uh, his first movie, Spiritual Boxer, um, is uh, basically the first kung fu comedy. I said that already, but I don't know yeah. if it picked up, so I'll say it again. <laughs> As well clear on that yeah so so by subverting wong fei hung 
into this very different character it was like a big thing in hong kong people went ape shit for it they're like oh, oh my god this is amazing huh. wow who knew you could do this with wong fei hung wow and so it, it it became this thing and and there's many wong fei hung movies uh right up to now no we're yeah. not now the last one was a couple of years ago but but um yeah that's uh that's that's interesting because i was thinking of this as just like oh there's this guy and oh just his uncle happens to be beggar so who i know is right him i knew was a big uh folklore he kind is of character. he is and and wong feng's dad is also wong ki ying he's mm-hmm. also like a big uh yeah. so that that makes more sense to me now because i was just watching it like oh like they've got bigger so and it's like so who's this asshole who's just running around right well right. he's not just some asshole he's right. a very important asshole right but <laughs> but i thought about that when i was watching i was like oh he probably doesn't know who wong fei hung is so like <laughs> i don't know like that's that's kind of a big deal with this movie um because like have you seen once upon a time in china the jet Li movie um no i don't think i have okay well that's like that's a wong fei hung movie yeah. That See, that was where I got introduced to the character. Um, hmm. He plays Wong Fei Hung again, Jackie in Drunken Master Two, hmm. um, and he's the same kind of like <laughs> mischievous <laughs> little guy. He's not so much of an asshole in that one, but he's still yeah, like, and he's <clears throat> yeah, it's kind of like he's got seeds of goodness in it. Like he's helping out the the yeah. guy who tried to sell the amulet and whatever, but at the same time he was doing it mostly because he's pissed off and wanted to kick someone's ass. But right, right, <laughs> it's not so much being good for the other person it's just kind of like i got the feeling like yeah he wants to fight you know right (laughs) so it was interesting but yeah yeah, so so, i don't know what else (laughs) yeah it's kind of weird like the whole the whole improvising of that uh that final form that he never learned the female yeah and like kind of ties into the whole like with uh what you were saying about jackie wanting to do his own thing in the, yes. in the movies well well uh, well and especially at this time um before snake in the eagle shadow and drunken master the two movies that he made with yun Wu ping at seasonal he made a bunch of movies with a guy named lo Wei, <laughs> who was a huge director at one point but by the time he was working with jackie he was like this sort of uh failed mm. not fa- like i can't think of the word but like he was one of the biggest directors in hong kong um, seven or eight years ago okay so <laughs> and then he was trying to like get the ball rolling again by creating his own independent company he got jackie mm. to star in a bunch of movies but Lo Wei was very um, old school, and because he had done these big movies, he directed like the first two Bruce Lee movies for Golden mm-hmm. Harvest. He he made a shitload of Shaw Brothers Wuxias that were big successes, and he had this big inflated head. Like I made these great movies, you're the new kid you're going to listen to me and make movies like I want to make movies. But he was making movies in the same style of like the late sixties because that was his style. Right. 
And so Jackie, being this young guy, was like, no, I want to make like my thing. I want to make a Jackie movie. Right. And he was never allowed to do that. And so then all of his movies were box office flops. And then um, the producer of Drunken Master and Snake in the Eagle Shadow was like, will you lend me Jackie? Because he had seen something of like, he knows what Jackie could do. And he right. asked him, can you can you lend me Jackie for two movies? And Lowe's like, yeah, whatever. Who cares about this kid? <laughs> He's just a flop. And then they made Snake in the Eagle Shadow. It was not only a box office hit, it was the most successful Hong Kong movie in history. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then a f- by the end of that same year, they released Drunken Master, and it was the biggest Hong Kong movie in history. <laughs> and then he still had two movies on a low way contract that he had to go back and make. But now he went back with this power of like, I am a star. So now I'm going to direct a movie. And that's his first movie that he, that Jackie directed. Mm. Cause Jackie was a big director. It's kind of a thing that gets um, forgotten, yeah. especially in America. Cause it was all mostly done in the early days. He directed almost at least half of his movies up until like the 90s. Hmm. And he's very good at, at what he does. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> but but there was always this drive to, I want to do my thing. I can't do my thing. And then when he was given the chance, he thought, I got to fucking do my thing and show the world I have this chance to do it. Here it is, and everybody, you know, went ape shit. So, oh. yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a success. It could have been easily. The world has no Jackie. Yeah, if uh, just that one little thing didn't happen. Yeah, uh, that would be sad. It would be very sad, and and who knows what Hong Kong movies would be like? Because yeah, he Jackie really shaped the industry with Samo in the eighties. Yeah. It's, you know, yeah. it's very, very interesting things. Yeah. I've, I've got to say I was uh, surprised at just how much action was in this movie. There's too. a lot packed in. Yeah. It was like every five minutes there was an action scene. Yeah, they, they crank them out. Like the first half of the movie was just like one fight scene after another. Yeah. And even in that middle chunk, there were still, they weren't fight scenes. It was training scenes, but it was still, still very action-y. Yeah, very, and still very engaging. Yeah, not is a combat but you know he's still dancing around on the jugs right. he's still flipping around and yeah. doing, like there's still a lot of that action going right, on right and and you get a nice big fight there at the end that was yeah get to show off all the drunken style or the jackie drunken style anyway. the ja- yeah well hey who doesn't love jackie drunken style uh, yeah it's, uh, i know i love it <laughs> it's, it's some good <laughs> stuff and i i was oddly familiar with it already from <laughs> yeah that's funny from, uh, that's funny from just other things mimicking it yeah yeah just seeing it, i was like oh it's this hole where he's it twirling has, his yeah. hands around to drink out of the cup right and right and putting his head back and yeah the the kick the little like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> I the, don't little, know the, to, the the, the roundhouse where yeah. he does a handstand and twirls yeah. his feet around he's like, like on the ground doing that yeah. little kick 
yeah you know, it's, it's, it's like all those moves i've seen before right. in other places and it's like and then it's like now i'm seeing them here and it was like oh it's really cool to just now it's a see. guy doing that yeah you know? now yeah. it's not just some animation right. it's like some it's jackie's actually doing that yeah. like holy crap it's... i never thought that was physically possible for a person <laughs> to actually do and, and no jackie was doing it yeah so it's uh it's very impressive that jackie chan <laughs> Yeah, boys got uh, got a future. <laughs> but yeah, so had a lot of fun with this one. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a fucking blast. I did wonder because there is a lot of fights. I wondered if maybe you got bored because no, there's so no, many fights. No, I did. I boredom never even okay reared its head anywhere. It, it never even crept up. That's <laughs> what, I mean, yeah, I don't expect it, but I wondered like, huh. I wonder. I was. I, I had a big ass grin on my face the whole damn movie. <laughs> Just sitting there, like I. I was going like, "Oh man, there's more fighting! Holy crap!" Yeah, no, it's they, like, they. It's but not, it was all fun. Yeah, so. and it's all unique, and it's different. Right. You know, he's fighting different guys in different locations and different. Uh, styles are coming at him and you know then there's the the guy with the staff right you know so that all it's all very varied yeah there's a a lot of fun strange things going on in there yeah like snake in the eagle shadow is another one that you should watch at some point he's using the snake style okay yeah and like a lot of that there's a there's like there's a little bit of that there's a little bit yeah but he would snake in the eagle shadow it's like the whole movie Mm. um where he's like doing the snake fist and he again developed that sort of like snake fist <laughs> that looks like a snake and like there's actual snake fist but it's the Jackie like right. more theatrical sort of version and you know i think that's in dead or alive as well probably i, I mean you I, know watching this movie is just like it's really made me want to play dead or alive again <laughs> it's just like but there's a lot of it where it's just like it just feels like people who made dead or alive just watched a shit ton of hong kong movies they probably to get did all yeah because i know there's one guy and, and there's always one in these fighting games there's some guy who's just a bruce lee clone basically yeah like, there's a lot of those guys got yeah, one of, yeah. and so there's this guy in dead or alive who's basically bruce lee and okay so there's this brad wong guy who's this uh <laughs> jackie drunken, drunken master style, yeah. <laughs> that's funny and so it's like everybody has a lot of uh little kung fu theming yeah uh, moves to them and stuff so it's uh just want to go back and play them now it's so weird but <laughs> <laughs> well and it also kind of unlocks the door of of kung fu movies yeah because there's a lot more yeah. <laughs> like where this came from hong right. kong especially in that time hong kong just blasted movies out because uh, as soon as that sort of trend of like let's just fight in the field, those sort of kung fu movies that kind of started in the mid seventies. Mm. As soon as that happened, like independent producers were like, "Well, just get a couple of fighters and <laughs> go out in the woods, and we can make a movie." <laughs> and so they just cranked them out, and they're uh, they're all like of a pretty high quality. Wow, I mean, they're not drunken master. Because obviously, like, yeah, it's a big movie. That'd be pretty hard to top this. I yeah, think, but like, for... there's there's a lot of good shit. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to 
look into that some more. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a wealth of movies for sure. And yeah, I'm, I have to say, as I've watched, I think one of the Lady Snowblood movies. Yeah, and that kind of reminded with the training scenes of just ridiculous training scenes. Okay, like that's yeah. I, 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 those, I remember. Yeah. I think there was one I'm trying to remember this was a few years ago I saw this so my brain's a little foggy on it but it was something yeah. like I think they like stuffed her in a barrel and rolled her down a hill as part of the training or something <laughs> wow and then it was like I think there was like a guy at the bottom of the hill who was going to chop the barrel in half and she oh, had to fuck. jump out in time or something it was oh, like wow. so it's kind of a little I was like oh man I, like it kind of reminded wow. me of not quite the same but just the, the intense training scene yes, it was yes. just like is uh it's just little hints of why you love those intense training scenes so much of just how much fun they can be those training scenes the intensity like those those really long like where movies are based around training scenes basically comes from laukar lung also ah um there's small instances of training in early movies but the real like this is kung fu training scenes movies comes with when when Cheng Che started making the Shaolin movies mm. in the mid 70s and Lao Kar Lung was gonna have to check those out too someday <laughs> yeah he was choreographing all that shit and so like his whole like idea with movies is trying to bring real martial arts to the screen whereas mm. like before it was more like oh we're we're creating action scenes but this isn't actually like the real forms and with the Shaolin movies he was specifically like no we're going to choreograph real as close to real martial arts as we can get and we're going to make it a point to like talk about this is hung fist this is the crane style you know mm, like yeah and that became the whole genre at you know as the time went on and those became very popular yeah so, another instance of why yeah i i actually i really loved all the little like the names they were given yeah, all these years, yeah. and, and how they'd have little like the sound effects like he'd do like the snake style or whatever <laughs> yeah. the little hissing sound effects whenever he'd attack yeah. or the monkey style and it was hilarious <laughs> they're just they throw in the little noises to match it, it was, yeah that was some fun stuff yeah i mean and actually um there was a deleted scene on that dvd i saw that i've never seen that before yeah it was like i loved that little scene of just how like the the names of the style or the form or whatever was yeah, like rolling around would yeah, come on. yeah it that was, was just like dope. oh that was awesome like I'm, I'm, I'm glad i got to see that, that yeah was, that was awesome yeah well and you got to see it uh, in the first first shot in in the best it's ever looked since the seventies. Yeah, it looked very, very good. Yeah, the, recently, the image quality was recently been nice. been re been restored from the negative uh-huh. in four K. Four K. Ooh. And uh, it's uh, also the first time that the entire Cantonese soundtrack has been heard since this, the original release, basically. Wow. Because uh, all home video versions have had this shortened Cantonese audio with English like coming in at certain parts. Hmm. And so this is the first time that the, the debut, the re-debut of the, the Cantonese audio. So you got to see it in its, yeah. its full form. 
as if I were in a theater in the seventies. <laughs> yes, right. It's a uh, it's a treat, yeah. and that's I've never seen the movie like that either. So it was it was a treat. I'm used to like <laughs> them popping into English every now and then in the middle of the fights, and it's just like oh weird. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fun. Um, I don't know what else there's there to say about it. The the guy who plays Beggar So, uh, Simon Yoon, mm. is the father of Yoon Woo Ping, the director. Oh, um, and he was also a choreographer back in the early days of the kung fu genre Hmm. um and he trained his sons to be martial artists and they became the yun brothers who changed the course of (laughs) martial (laughs) arts and yun ping went on to do a bunch of shit in america choreographed the matrix and uh choreographed Crouching Tiger, and I don't know, a whole bunch of big movies. He did a bunch of stuff in America, but that I don't remember. But The Matrix is the big one. Yeah. It's, um, that was a big one. Yeah. So he's he's uh, one of those pillars. Uh, Yun Wu Ping. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of... Anything I think else? I had something and I've forgotten now. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to tell you to watch the Cantonese one and... Because it has Cantonese, Mandarin, and English. And I knew you wouldn't watch the English one. Right. But I thought, oh, I should have told him to watch Cantonese because that's like the the the, the actual language. But hmm. it's all shot without sound, so it's all like dubbed yeah, so anyway. But but yeah, I don't know. I don't know which one I, I watched. Whatever one normally played, to, I just popped it in, hit play. Oh, okay. It, it was in some form of chinese okay, and i went all right i'm, I'm sure it <laughs> defaulted to cantonese then yeah so i was like it's not in english so i know it's right, not right. like yeah. what wouldn't have been un- it wasn't unnatural feeling so right, i was like right. it's fine not that it would matter but right the i think the mandarin audio on on this one does go into english mm. so unless you heard some english I think, yeah i didn't yeah okay it would make sense this is a base the the release is basically from the Criterion of England, <laughs> the Eureka right. label. So they have a lot of uh, respect that they pay to the movies that they release. And so right. I'm not used to a Hong Kong movie getting a release of such like uh. prestige. <laughs> and I'll show you. I bought this one because it's a good release, has a bunch of extras and stuff. But they released it, uh, another company released it in the U.S. Mm, not as good a job. And they, it's a double feature with Snake and the Eagle Shadow. And so I bought it for Snake and the Eagle Shadow, basically. Mm-hmm. But I bought it, too, because I wanted to support the U.S. versions, because maybe they'll release some more. Right, yeah. But I'm going to show you the cover, <laughs> and you will see how... Americans still, to this day, don't really respect (laughs) Hong Kong movies. So the cover. This is the cover of the UK edition. Ah, yes. Very nice. Based on the... Yeah, it looks like the old poster art, probably. It's not. Mm -hmm. The poster art is very funny. Oh, okay. It's like characters. But it's based on poster style. Okay. This is the cover of the US version. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy crap. This, it looks like some fucking budget bin bullshit. Yeah, it's like some like 
fifth graders art project exactly. all, yeah. uh, like just cut out of construction paper and arranged yeah that's what it looks uh, like. wow that's the respect that, that's that gets in the US. that's sad <laughs> my mic is <laughs> wonder if they uh, heard any of your uh, explanation there of the cover art you know it probably did <laughs> but I don't know but anyway we'll, we'll, we'll find out it's just like yeah. really really <laughs> I mean, you'd think you'd at least just take the better art that already exists at least I mean you could throw a poster on there yeah I mean just the original theatrical poster even if it's at like a shitty resolution you could do that well there's scans of like the actual poster I'm gonna show you the actual poster too the poster's fine <laughs> cause there's a lot of uh, uh I think I have seen that there's a lot of uh, <laughs> like posters like this in Hong Kong like this drawn sort of character is is a right. thing. Anyway, it's kind of not really because it's so much more detailed than what anime ever does, but it it kind of feels like the the super deformed version of anime where they have the giant heads <laughs> yeah, and the big eyes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's kind of it's not really like that, but there's like the proportions are distorted to yeah. in, in that same manner that the chibi forms of yeah, the anime okay. characters are. That's kind of like. Hong Kong posters of this era and into the 80s are all about, like, that kind of, <laughs> like, especially the comedies, especially, like, Sammo Hung movies, because he's fat. So <laughs> Sammo Hung was, like, usually look really rotund and shit in his posters. It's funny. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of interesting, because I don't think anime was doing that at the time. Uh-huh. It, I, I think that kind of came later into the 90s when that became a big thing in anime, to have the super deformed versions. Yeah, that's true, because all the old stuff I've seen is not like that. Right, I mean... Not that I'm an expert, but... There's maybe a little bit in Tezuka leaning towards that with, like, Astro Boy, but that's more like just Astro Boy's a, a little boy. He's supposed to be, like, a 10-year-old or whatever, so it's kind of just... He's yeah. proportioned to be young, rather than. But Tezuka is also just based off of like Disney art style and stuff. So yeah. his art forms are very cartoonish in that sense. But yeah, the the super deformed that kind of resembles that kind of came later than the Hong Kong stuff. So maybe took some influence from it. I don't perhaps, know. Perhaps, perhaps. So. Um, I know, I know for a fact. That Jackie Chan specifically is a huge thing in Japan. Like, mm. they love Jackie Chan. Like, they love Drunken Master. Yeah. They're that, all that, about it. That makes sense to me. And uh, I don't know what the point of me saying that is, but I know that it's a big thing in Japan to yeah, love these uh, Jackie Chan movies. Yeah, he he seems like uh, his movies seem like things that would be fit well with Japan yeah. and their and their tastes. <laughs> Did you watch the interview with Jackie at all? Oh no, I no, watched part I of it. Didn't have time. And he was talking about how the fans in Japan were like they loved him, and so when he went there like a tv or somebody asked him like oh what do you like japanese things that you like and he goes oh i like wasabi because it's the only thing he could think of and then all these people started sending him wasabi from japan (laughs) and he's just like i've got all this wasabi what am i gonna do with this all this wasabi is people just keep sending it in 
And then you have to tell him you like something different. <laughs> that's what he did. The next time he went there, he said, "Oh, I like cars. I like cars." <laughs> and then everybody People started send him sending him cars, <laughs> little toy cars. Oh wow! So and then he got all tons and tons of toy cars. <laughs> and so, because he was talking about, they were trying to ask him, like, "Oh, how did you feel about the success, the instant stardom, and stuff?" And he was saying that at that time, when he looks back, he thinks of himself as an asshole because he spent all this money on bullshit mm. and like he just cared about like buying fancy shit because he could and because he you know started poor and then now he has all this money right and so he was saying how like oh, we got he got the wasabi because he didn't ask for it but he he said it and they gave it to him he said the cars they gave him cars so then that naturally led into like his charity work oh. where he because people started sending him cash. <laughs> and so he's like, okay, if you're going to send me cash, it's a thing where, like, you send me a dollar, I'll put $2 in, and we'll give it all to charity. Oh, and wow. so now, like, for 30 years or something, he's been, like, raising millions and millions of dollars for charity. Wow. And giving cool. all this shit away. And, like, you know, like, people send him stuff, and he sells it on auction. And, you know, like, he's... He's a big charity guy now, so he's trying, like, he feels like he needs to atone for those young, <laughs> like, wild years or whatever. So so may maybe he's, uh, like, his character in, yes, in Drunken yes. Master, and that he will one day become this pillar of society of the... Yes. <laughs> he's, uh, he's definitely, like, the pillar now, you know. Yeah. He's, uh, he's a good guy. Yeah. He seems cool. like a good guy. Yeah, he... he he seems like he'd be fun to hang out with. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> play some Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Street Fighter, you should. You got to see City Hunter. I, I do. I, I keep trying to like. I mean, I'm gonna have to figure it out to line it up with the anime because I, I want to watch them both oh, okay. close to each other to compare them. Yeah. You have and the anime or no? No. That's okay. that's part of the problem. Is the City Hunter releases have they weren't numbered. They just gave them titles, so oh, I have to okay. figure out what order they um, go in and track them all down. And it's just I just haven't done it because I'm lazy, but I need to do that and then pick up the Jackie yeah. movies. And well, I and, got the Jackie movie here, so yeah. So I just need to figure out how to what order to watch them all in and right. then sit down and get some time to actually watch them. And yeah, go city hunter crazy. <laughs> yeah, see what see what that's like because that that one has always kind of confused me and because it. Apparently it's a comedy, but like the trailers I saw for the anime were always like felt very serious. Like uh -huh. there was no comedy in the trailers. It was like they were playing them up as like thriller action huh. stuff. And it was well, maybe Jackie added the comedy. I don't know. Well, from what I've heard, it's it was there in the original manga and in, uh, and in the anime. And I think the American releases of it just didn't know how to market it. They just yeah. didn't know what to do with it because it is kind of a hybrid. I think like okay. it's. Yeah, and, perhaps and, more like Drunken Master, where it's it's a comedy, but at the same time, it's still got that right. seriousness in there. Yeah. Like it's kind of a blend where it's, and I think just for American audiences, they just didn't know what to do to market it. American and, audiences do not like <laughs> movies or things that mix tones. Yeah, so in general, they don't like it. Yeah, so I guess that was uh, the whole thing with That's, City Hunter. They'd probably just didn't know what the hell to do right. to market it and well then, yeah because if they market it as a comedy uh, they probably figure like well 
if we market it as this more actiony thriller thing, more people will want to check it out. And right. So, and oddly enough, that I, I kind of ignored it because of that. <laughs> yeah, you know? because it was it was just kind of eh, it looks kind of boring. <laughs> like maybe if there'd been a little uh, comedy in there, I'd right. have uh, thought it looked more interesting. But well. Uh, one of these days. Yeah, you know, one of these days. I'll track that shit down and <laughs> get it watched. Uh, yeah, and the, there's. I think there's a few other things like that where manga became a Hong Kong movie. Yeah, um, I know, Story like, of Ricky. Yeah, was Story one. of Ricky and um, Wicked City. Wicked City, yeah. I feel like there's other ones. There probably are. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure and there I'm are, but yeah. Not aware of or not thinking of or... Just don't know that there there is a Hong Kong yeah. version of it. Yeah, but yeah, there's. I don't know anything else about Trunkerman. I'm trying to remember what the hell I forgot about it that I was going to say, but I'm I'm think I'm dead in the water on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's gone. It's gone. It, it took off. It left. One thing I was going to say about about it's not so much a thing in Drunken Master but the the element of needing a specific style to defeat the final guy. Oh right, right. That is a big like through line of kung fu movies and mm. the range of various styles created for these movies are pretty great <laughs> so uh, just look forward to that because there's, yeah, there's some there's, pretty wild ones there there is a lot to look forward to here I, yeah. i'm sure <clears throat> um all right so that's the dr- yeah it's, it's drunken master drunken master it's dope if you haven't seen it, check it out. Yeah. Um, the the UK release by Eureka is region free. So uh, get it. Yeah. It's a <laughs> thoroughly entertaining movie. Yeah. It gets my stuff. seal of approval. Good stuff. It gets your seal of approval. Gets my seal of approval. <laughs> gets the silver emulsion seal of approval. <laughs> <laughs> it's a silver star on it or yeah, something. I don't know. Yeah. Still, I, and whenever I think of seal of approval, I always think of the, the little uh, Nintendo thing that was oh, on yeah, NES yeah. games. <laughs> right. Right. So when you're saying that, I think that nes thing but it's a silver emulsion yeah just, there we go <laughs> yeah there we go i'm gonna have to make one to yeah i should make one i don't know what i put it on but <laughs> <laughs> the the eventual uh uh audio cd release of our podcast yeah, here <laughs> audio cds or merch you could get t-shirts and tote yeah. bags with the seal of approval <laughs> yeah <laughs> start a dvd line of movies with the seal of pro- of approval because uh, <laughs> you know we totally have the funding for that yeah yeah well hey the silver emulsion is a big deal you know we're raking in the funds yeah, have to... <laughs> penny by penny <laughs> <laughs> i once figured out like i have some google ads running and i once figured out how long it would take me to reach the payment threshold which is a hundred dollars and it was something like 12 years. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm a couple of years into that, so maybe hey. at some point. <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> Make at 100 some bucks. point. <laughs> uh. 
Wow. So uh, that's Trunk of Master. Check it out. We said that already. It's yep. got the seal of approval. Funny, fun, exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's dope. It's got dope action. Check yeah. it out. Jackie. Back before he was Jackie with an IE. <laughs> when he was still Jackie with the Y. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> there was the podcast. Rambling. Uh, so, yeah, I, I guess I'll say adios. Later? I don't know. I need a catchphrase here. (laughs) (laughs) Adios. Later. (laughs) Fucking sayonara, baby. Wrong.